Hello again, and welcome to Crime and Music. I'm your host, Brian J. Kinsley, and with me as always, my friend Ben Ruppel. Brian, you look like a big piece of smoking hot pile of mess today. That's pleasant of You're you welcome. to say. <laughs> Thank you. This is, by the way, everybody, this is our second attempt at this intro. Uh, we got about one one minute into our last, and Brian actually started doing our last podcast again. But yep. we're good. We're on track. We're, we're I'm good. awake. I'm he, here. Uh, I woke him up this morning. He did. Ben <laughs> roused me out of bed at the early hour of like 930. Um, it's been a rough couple of weeks, man. I've he not was been in feeling the, well. He was in the bathroom yelling, I'll be there in a minute. My wife is home from her school of teaching because she's got the kids. Those kids are Petri dishes, man. Oh. They got her sick, and so I think she's spreading it around. But yeah, we're there's here. just sickness going around this time of the year. That's all there is to it. We're here. We're here for you guys every other Wednesday to bring you another true crime podcast about people in and around the music business and their misadventures into lawbreaking. Dun, dun, dun. So go on a journey with us today as we're going to go into another musical star and talk about what they did and how it was good. And then it was bad. That went bad. So, you ready? I am, I am. I got my no 7-ups today. Nah, no, today no. is going to be an oddly uh, non-alcoholic version. So. No, nah, I got a big fat cup of coffee, and Brian's got a, a, a five-liter thing of water. He's double-filtered. You know. I like the double-filtered water, because I don't trust the first one, so <laughs> I want to make sure. Like, the first one is made by, like, Germans, and then the second one's made by Swedish, and I'm like, let's see who's got better quality control. <laughs> Just keep running through. Which you could probably just drink tap water, and it would be totally fine, honestly. I, I do. Well, I, I live up there by that Flint area, oh, but yeah. we do not have that same water system, thank thank God. Oh, but yeah. we do have good water. We get our water pumped in from Detroit, and that's pretty, from what I've read, that's pretty clean water. I'm happy. With it. I like the taste of my water. It's good water. I feel like some billionaires tricked us into buying water in plastic bottles a couple years ago. <laughs> you think so, dude? I, I think so. 100%. So. Hey. I, I'll say you something. You can literally walk over there and get for free. <laughs> That's a deal. I will pay you for something I already and, have shipped and, to my house. And bonus, it's going to wreck the earth. Oh, that, hey, that's yeah. good. I should hey. buy more of those yeah. then. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, I can wreck the earth and pay for it. <laughs> Bump me down. Well, let's get into some more music. That doesn't really wreck the earth. This time, I think it actually makes it better. Um, every, occasionally, we'll get into some artists that we don't like, but you know what? I, I found some that... I, they're pretty enjoyable this week, so I, stand back. You know, we've had some artists that I liked, and then at the end of this thing, I was like, oh, kind of a sleazeball. And then a few that I had a lot of compassion for, I think. Not maybe compassion, felt a little sorry for. Right, right. Yeah. All right, All right well, well, let's fire it off this week and see, um, as we do, if you can guess the guest. Guess the guest. Why is that not recording? See, we have problems. You know this is it. This is always a part of the podcast where we can't figure out how to hit the right things. Now, Brian, I'm just going to let our audience know what Brian's doing. He's looking really hard at a computer. There it is. There it is. Not going through, though. It's, oh, it, that wasn't going through? It wasn't. Let's try. All right, more buttons. We did We did this the last time. We did do this yeah. the last time. <laughs> I swear, people, we're not, just, we're not just recycling our old podcasts here. We're screwing up every time. The same way for your for enjoyment. You guys. All right. Continuous. All right. Well, I only got until the end of this song to guess who it is, so get on your horse. <laughs> we're, we're right up there. Are you ready? We'll yeah, go I'm good. Let's All go. Right. Uh, the Ohio Kid. Ohio Kid. LeBron James? No. Good answer. Solid. All right. Um, Donnie Young. 
Donnie Young. Don Donnie Young! Donnie Wahlberg? Ooh, was there a Donnie Wahlberg? There is a Donnie Wahlberg. It's not it, it though. It is not him. Remember, they're from Boston. Baston. Oh, yeah, the, the Wild Wahlberg. Oh, we're getting a Wahlberg right, uh, burger joint here. I have never been, but they say it's yeah. good. Oh, well, by me, anyway. Okay. All right. What you, Don, Don, Don from Ohio. All right, go ahead. Yep, it's a Don from Ohio. The last one is just his actual name. <laughs> I love these. <laughs> Why don't we start with this, Brian? We should have. Uh, I thought Ohio Kid got you. Donald Eugene Lytle. Donald Eugene Lytle. Don Lytle. Don Lytle. No, I'm, I have a feeling he has a stage name. I'm hoping. He does. <laughs> Don, it's not Don, McC Don McLean or Ooh. Don. Uh, is, all right, no. Um, I'm running through Don's. I'm thinking maybe his first name is Don Rickles. Don f Can I say that? That'll be edited. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't eat too many hot dogs. Don't eat too many. Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> all right. Uh, Don Henley. Ooh, you named a lot of Dons in music that I didn't even think about. These are the Dons I know. No, I know. No. These, These are the Dons, Dons I know. All right, no, what do we got? Johnny Paycheck. Johnny Paycheck. Johnny Paycheck. All right, no, I couldn't. I wouldn't have guessed Johnny Paycheck. Originally born Donald Eugene Lytle, May thirty first, nineteen thirty eight. I'm gonna have a tough. I'm gonna have a tough time not saying Donnie. Donnie Paycheck now, because I know his name's Don. You can call him Donnie. That's fine. Well, his name's Johnny Paycheck. Well, I mean, that's a stage name. <laughs> he has a couple. I'd like to, I hope you get into why his last name is Paycheck. I do. <laughs> All right, good. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right, May 31st, 1938, born Donald Eugene Lytle in Greenfield, Ohio, USA. Son of a barge worker. A barge worker in Ohio. Was this the Erie Canal? We are close, yes. Or the Ohio River. Green, Greenfield, Ohio is a village in Highland and Ross counties. Is that down by like Cincinnati, you think, or something? It's like middle southwest. Like you go right from the dead center of Ohio, go south about, you know, a couple and hundred miles, west. and west a couple hundred miles, booyah, right in there. So Columbus? I don't know if that's... Where's there water in Ohio? <laughs> I mean, there's a couple rivers that, that keep Ohio where it's at, but barge worker. Could have been a land barge. Those are called those are called trucks, Brian. <laughs> He's a land barge worker. A land barge worker. As of 2010 census, the population of Greenfield, Ohio is 4,639 people. All right. Since the population is lower than 5,000 people, it's no longer a major city, and they don't have a mayor. Okay. They... Technically, it's a village. We don't have a mayor. We, a we got manager. tons of people. We have a city. Yeah, we have a supervisor. Uh, we just switched around here from village to city like two election cycles ago, so it's all fucked up. Man. It's just, just words, man. Just, just words. words. Time is just a construct. It doesn't really exist. <laughs> okay. Russell Brand. Look it up. Age six, 1944. Don, Donnie, starts playing guitar. He'd play on the street corners for tips. For tips? For tips. All right. And uh, within three years, Donnie started playing talent contests all over Ohio. You, you got to think about it. If you're playing on the street, like many musicians, especially some of our old, you know, older ones did. Busking. Buskers. Yeah, they were busking. And they and they would do this to um, raise a little bit of money. But you know what? Hone their craft. Oh, that and, definitely. Yeah. And it also gave them the ability to hear no or to have failure and, and not be dissuaded by failure i think because people probably gave him shit all the time oh i bet negative probably. feedback yeah yeah that's the thing yeah playing in front of a live audience you get better quicker yeah than, unlike some of our new new artists who never no youtube yeah. soundcloud artists who don't like get in front of the crowd who that nine guy then six, six, six nine yeah, yeah he you're saying he just came up through stuff he put on the internet so he <laughs> never had people 
yelling at him on stage. You look mad cool, yo. You should be a rapper. <laughs> I'm not a Good gay idea. ice cream truck. Good idea. All right. He's playing on street corners. Donnie, leave, Donnie leaves home at age 15. He starts hoboing, riding the rails, as a drifter. Huh. Another hoboer. More hobos. All right. It comes up. We get of, back tomorrow, let me tell you. A lot of bindles. <laughs> Put your bindle in the pile over by the corner. <laughs> He would perform in uh, the bars and clubs as the Ohio Kid. The Ohio Kid. Yeah, him and Slim Chipley. I'm, I'm just saying, if I was from Ohio, I wouldn't make that no. I wouldn't tell people no. No, Florida and Ohio, I'd be like, yeah, I'm from the Midwest. From America. I'm from the South. All across the plains and shores, they're coming to America. I just say America. 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 Uh, about 1950s, Donnie joins the Navy. And he gets an assignment working on a gasoline crew on an aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That sounds that sounds fun. Right? Aircraft carrier. Uh, nine, Okay, so. Did it, do you know which aircraft carrier? I don't. But right. in the 50s, was it a there Nimitz? Could, couldn't was have it been a many. Nimitz? Was it a Nimitz class? It wasn't the Enterprise or the Ronald Reagan. No, probably not the Ronald Reagan, no. <laughs> I got a buddy who just joined the Navy. Apparently, there's like 12 or more aircraft carriers in the pipeline coming out. And the next most populous Navy of us is somebody has one aircraft carrier, and we have like 20. Oh, well, the United States so. is responsible for 51% of the spending of the world for war machines, oh. for our military. That's an oddly comforting fact, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on this side. Well, you want to know the other comforting fact all those aircraft carriers are making right now yeah. are, are shallow runners? Uh-oh. You want to take a guess why? Because they're going to go attack people? Because there's a lot of shallow water around the Chinese Sea. Ooh. Yep. Communists might be back, people. No, they've never left. The Red Scare is coming up again. I like I like China. They make a lot of great things that we like to throw away in our landfills next to our plastic water bottles. It's true. Yeah. Donnie, uh, as you can guess, Donnie is a little, you know, he's not really the one to take orders and stuff. So he gets himself into a situation with a superior officer. And uh, Donnie assaults the guy and gets 18 years in the brig. He he punched the dude in the face. That's assault, brother. I just, I don't want to overuse it. You scare me with that. <laughs> well, anytime we say the word assault, we got to hit that button. button. So uh, while under arraignment, John, uh, Donnie escapes. <laughs> we have done this podcast already. I swear to God. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to get a sample where you say again and oh we'll just play gosh. that. Oh my gosh. How many different guys have we been like, and any of these walked out of jail? How are the, how's the Navy letting these people go this year? Oh my. Easily. It, there were tons of these people we've done. They get him back. They get him back. That's okay. cool. All right. He escapes again. <laughs> again. Uh, he serves two years and is released and uh, court-martialed. Okay. So Donnie's out of the Navy. Bums around, playing gigs. He lands in Nashville, Tennessee in 1959. Um, this music row executive, a guy named Buddy Killen, signs Donnie to a songwriting deal. And then he lands him a recording deal at Decca Records. What year? 1959. Okay. Donnie calls himself Donnie Young. Donnie Young. So the Ohio kid is gone, and now we're on Donnie Young. That's kind of his name, though, right? Eh, yeah. I mean, you know. What was his last name for real? Lytle. Lytle. Oh. Lytle. Hmm. Okay. Donnie Young. 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 He records two rockabilly singles. Neither one hits the charts. Mm. Okay. He, he records two country singles. Mm. Neither one not, hits the charts. Not so much. No, no, no. Selling records isn't working, so uh, Donnie gets a gig as a bass player. <laughs> it's insert joke. Bottom of the barrel. Here yeah, you go. Yeah. Uh, for Porter Wagner uh, and people like Farron Young and Ray Price. Um, he also wrote some music for some people. He wrote Touch My Heart for Ray Price. And he wrote 
apartment number nine for Tammy Wynette. So is he like, is would he be considered a studio musician at this point, or, or just kind of on the Hired fringe? Done. Yeah, just kind of on the fringe and doing whatever he can do. He's cleaning the place at night. He's playing bass during the day. He's yeah. writing songs in his off time. Very good songwriter so far. Okay. All right, at this time, too, he hooks up with George Jones. Okay, we've heard it. Yeah, George Country Jones. Country music yep. legend George Jones. He's got stuff, uh, his most famous song, You Do a Good Rendition. He stopped loving her today. Hey, so uh, <laughs> was it George Jones? He kind of liked to get into the bottle a little bit. I believe that's correct. I think he's the one I've heard the story where he got he got drunk at the bar, and his buddy's like, all right, George, time to go. We'll take you home. So they took him home, and and then he got pulled over by the – this is probably all not true. <laughs> he got pulled over by the cops on his driving back to the bar. On his lawnmower. Oh. <laughs> because they took his keys and everything away or something. Maybe his car was at the bar. <laughs> I've seen people do the lawnmower move before. Like. And they didn't. Arrest. They're like, George, just, all right. Bob, drive George's lawnmower back to his house. I'm going to put him in. I'm going to put him in the house. I'm going to get him some coffee. As we'll see, we'll get there. All right. So people are sympathetic to the country music star struggle, let me tell you. <laughs> so he's jamming with George Jones. It's like 1960. Uh, Donnie's playing bass and steel guitar, and sometimes he sings the high harmonies. Hey, the steel guitar is a real instrument. That's a real instrument, yeah. Yeah. You put it on your lap, and... Yeah, and they got big... Well, I mean, the country ones are big, like, console things. They're not... Well, some of them, it looks like a guitar. You lay it on your lap. But then there's other ones that are just big tables, like this table we got here, and there's just strings on it. Big And, yeah, steel string. So he's got those. He's singing his harmonies. He's on at least 15 albums with uh, George Jones and his band. It's called the Jones Boys. Okay. Then at some times, Donnie was the front man. When singing under the Jones Boys? Yep. He was the the guy. What what do you mean front man? Was George Jones like, hey, I'm taking the day off? Yeah, just go ahead and sing this next song. You do these next songs, man. So... You know, he's doing good. They had hits like The Race Is On and Love Bug. Yeah, we've heard The Race Is On and Here Comes Heartache is run through the next side. Nice. Something, something going on and I'm going after you. Right? Yeah. All right. I'm glad you're in on this. That's all, that's all I got. Also, 1960, one of Donnie's songs, Miracle of Love, reaches top 35 status in Cashbox Magazine's country charts. That sounds like a prestigious group of people there. Yeah, hey, so a buddy's going on. I mean, he's on the incline from his other things he started to do. Right. Like he had four or five singles that didn't make nothing. Nope. Now we're in the top thirty-five. Now we're at yeah. some weird country magazine that. Yeah. You know. We're not in this. We're not in the inner circle, but we're knocking on the door. Donnie gets a reputation as a fighter and a drinker. <laughs> he's in the country music scene. <laughs> he's not really again putting himself standout sort of crowd oh, fighter drinker country wait, music scene wait till we get to it later uh from 1962 to 1966 donnie keeps his spot with the jones boys and so that's kind of what he does to get himself by yeah and he's probably making good money right now, yeah now during, living now during that time 1965 donnie reinvents himself as johnny paycheck okay i want to hear the story how he got the last name paycheck johnny if he got it johnny paycheck um Oh, no, a lot of people. How do you think he got it? What do you think it, it's a reference to? Ah, uh, paycheck. I mean, the first name, whatever. Paycheck is what I'd focus on. I'm going to take a guess. And he was all, I mean, he had to maybe every time he went into the studio walk away with a paycheck. I don't know. He was really into making money. There's another notable star of the area also named Johnny. Cash? Oh, 
Ah, no shit. Ah, no, not at all. People thought that's what it was. Oh, but, he, but it wasn't. I would have never put those two together, but I could see why people would. Yep. Yeah. He uh, he actually lifted the name from a Chicago heavyweight boxer, a guy named John Austin Paycheck. Oh, that's not as exciting as anything. Well, uh, I guess John, he was a John, fighter. John Paycheck. He boxed Joe Lewis one time. You know, a lot of people got beat by Joel Lewis. He got knocked out in two rounds. Yeah. <laughs> so, take that name and shove it. That's, <laughs> ooh, foreshadowing. Uh, okay, so Johnny Paycheck is born, and he's still with the Jones boys. He's still doing some things. And then Johnny starts recording his own songs, too. Um, he records a song called A11 and Heartbreak Tennessee. A11? Is A11. that in, like, a reference to a jukebox? Juke, I be- jukebox? Jukebox. I believe you're correct. It only hits number 26, uh, but A11 stirs up the country music community. It earns him several Grammy nominations. Really? It, it only got how high? 35. Or 26. Okay. So. And got Grammy nominations. Johnny, with a guy named Aubrey Mayhew, start a, a thing called Little Darlin' Records in 1966. And there's a place up in Flint called Little Darlings. There is, isn't there? <laughs> I, there's a billboard for it on the side of the expressway, and I, my kids always ask me, Dad, that looks like a fun place. Let's go there. Like, uh, yeah, no. it does look like a fun place. It's very fun. Maybe on your 18th birthday or 21st birthday. <laughs> yeah. bring, well, your, bring your dollar bills, y'all. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Over the next couple years, Johnny's singles are, are going top 10. I mean, the, he's, got, right. he's got songs like The Love Machine, The Love Machine Today. Um, he's got songs like Motel Time Again. It's Motel Time Again. <laughs> Jukebox Charlie. Jukebox Charlie. Um, and the one I like the best. Don't monkey with another monkey's monkey. Don't monkey with another monkey's monkey. Don't monkey with another monkey's monkey. All right. I don't even know how to spell monkey. Despite his modest success, Johnny's erratic behavior and excessive drinking tanked his Nashville career. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't think that that would be a, a, a deal breaker. Well, then. apparently there are levels. <laughs> so Donnie, Johnny. levels, Jerry. Johnny Donnie went too far. All levels. 1969, following the release of uh, Wherever You Are, Little Darlin' Records closes up shop. Bankrupt. Oh, okay. Johnny gets arrested for burglary. <laughs> burgle. To burgle. He burgled someone. He had, some, he had, he had some burglary tools. Rubble, rubble. He heads out to California for a two-year... Drug and alcohol bender. Uh, what? This is like on a on an itinerary. It's planned. Uh, no. What are we doing for the next few years? We're gonna get some drugs and a bunch of alcohol, and we're going to California. All right, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Deal. Uh, Johnny Paycheck is gonna about, about to start getting interesting here, but we're gonna take a break right now. Believe it or not. Yeah, we gotta take a break. I gotta go do a thing about. I can see a man about a horse. Check out my new break song. This kind of reminds me a little Napoleon Dynamite, sort of, you know? I can't do the dance. This this does not scream Johnny Paycheck, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but if Johnny Paycheck was recording today, I bet he'd love it, Brian. All right, break time. Tales of music superstars, but at the Intrigue Escape Games in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, you live the rock star adventure. The Save the Concert Escape Room at Intrigue Escape Games is Michigan's first rock star themed escape room. You and your friends have 60 minutes to be the heroes, live the adventure, and save the concert. 
Book your game now at IntrigueEscapeGames.com. IntrigueEscapeGames.com. Much needed break. How'd that break go for you? Oh, it was short. Feel no pun intended. <laughs> Feel five pounds lighter. <laughs> All right, we left off. Johnny's on a bender. California, In California drinking. playing bender. Yeah, I like that. Yep. CB. CB. <laughs> like good buddy. Cut. CBS executive. Um, fucking a. Huh. Brian's not feeling, he's a little under the weather. We're going to give him a pass today, not being perfect with all of his enunciation. It's all the drugs, bro. It's, <laughs> it's the, the lack drugs. of drugs, I think. I need more stimulants in my life. <laughs> Stimulating. Here, why are you drinking coffee? Get coffee. 1971, CBS executive Nick Hunter does some detective work on the mean streets, and he finds Johnny. That sounds like a detective name. Nick Hunter. Nick Hunter. Nick Hunter. Remember Hunter? That Hunter, was yeah. Show. yeah. I don't think it's for What name was the chick's name on that Hunter show? I can't do this. What? <laughs> it's too much of a non sequitur. I don't know. That's too far out. <laughs> that chick's name. I'd have no, to there was that, that, there was. that brunette. Always, always a girl. Yeah. Always. All right. If anybody knows, write us on the Instagram. Johnny doesn't have a girl, but uh, he gets cleaned up and he signs him, gets himself signed to Epic Records. That's a name. That's a big name. Yeah. Johnny's back on the charts. Number two with... She's all I got. <laughs> that's all you got? That's his whole <laughs> melody. That's what he's got. One good melody, and that's what he does. It's great. Same year, Johnny's arrested. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we're getting to the crime part. Convicted of check forgery. He, uh, quote, was passing a dud check at a Holiday Inn. A dud check. Yeah, as a dud check. A dud. I never heard it return, referred to as a dud check. Dud. A bad check, or yeah. The judge uh, must have been a music fan, because Johnny gets a suspended sentence. A lot of judges out there are music fans. Apparently. A few mayors, a few judges, fans, yeah. yeah. Or uh, uh, governors and judges give all these country guys that are in jail, like, easy stays. Over the next four years, Johnny will have an additional 12 hit singles. Okay, so now he's doing good. He's killing it. He's mainstream. Yeah, he's, he's basically Household mainstream. Household name. Right. Yeah. And now, what year we what kind of year are we looking at here? Well, that would have been... Like 60... 70, se- 75. 75, okay. Yeah. So that's a little bit later. Yeah. yeah, he's getting to be a middle-aged, older gentleman. 1976, Johnny is named in a paternity suit, and uh, he got IRS and tax problems, and he's bankrupt. You know, spirit of '76. Yeah, you know, that haunted his life. The the uh, the life of these musicians is also you got to understand. Just because you play music really good, or you're a tremendous well, actor, doesn't mean well what if you play music really well. Or good. Just whatever. <laughs> Both kinds. <laughs> I play it well and good. So you're not prepared for life. I mean, you're not no. a good accountant. You're not maybe good at writing your bills or knowing you even got to pay taxes on this stuff. Right. I mean, think about it. This guy's been playing music on the street since he was 15. Nine or whatever. Well, no, he left home oh, at yeah, 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He left home at 15, right. He had no home ec class to teach no. him how to do this stuff. So I... I don't think these musicians are trying to get away with something, as especially back back then. That lack of boundaries is what yeah, you're claiming? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, I mean, just lack of knowledge. Johnny shifts his musical style to put him more in step with the emerging outlaw country music. So there's, you know... Did he play on the outlaws? He did not play in the outlaws, but he knew a bunch of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still, 1976, Johnny's first outlaw country album, 11 Months and 29 Days, comes out. 
Well, coincidentally, that was the length of his suspended sentence oh. from the forged <laughs> check charge. So. Uh, so they gave him just under a year, and they suspended he's it. He's just like, ha that's my new record title. Um, it had a picture of Johnny behind bars on the album art. But he didn't ever win behind bars. Nope. Well, right. I mean, he's been in jail and been arrested. A little bit. But prison, no. 1977, Johnny's biggest hit, written by David Allen Coe. Take this job and shove it. Dun, dun. I ain't, I ain't working, working here no more. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've right. talked about this one a little bit. You got it. Take this job and shove it. Spends two weeks at number one, becomes the anthem for the working class, and inspires a movie by the same name. Yeah, that, I, I remember watching that movie as a kid. Johnny Paycheck got a gig in that movie. He was, quote, man with hamburgers. <laughs> that wasn't even on a card. I just remember that. Man with hamburgers. Man with hamburgers. What a title. All right, 1981. Now I want a hamburger, Brian. <laughs> I seriously, dude. We'll see if I can change your mind. 1981, Johnny appears on The Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> he plays himself. Oh. Playing Take This Job and Shove It at the Boar's Nest. At the, oh, like Daisy walking around there and serving drinks. Look at that them Daisy Dukes on. Roscoe Pico train. Look at them girls and Daisy Dukes on. Boss Hog yelling at everybody in a big cigar. Did no one pick up the innuendo? Enos, Cletus, Boss Hog. I mean, we dude. All, we all get it. <laughs> it's like, why do I like Daisy in that Jeep so much? I didn't understand. It was a big, it was a big penis show. Well... This is the thing, is that in the scene, Johnny um, is getting a ticket from Roscoe, and so he's arguing with the boss hog, and Roscoe's like, you can't sing that song here, you know, because, like, the contents of the song, and Roscoe ticketed him, and then Johnny's like, oh, boss hog, (laughs) and then then them Duke boys, Duke boys come running through, and Anyway, so yeah, he's on TV. He's doing the Dukes of Hazard. He's got a bunch of hit music and stuff like that. So who sang the who sang the uh, Waylon Jennings? Waylon Jennings, yeah, for the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, yep. that was him. Just a good old boy. Needing no harm. Beat all you ever saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they were born. I thought it was Daisy was born, but don't get in trouble with the law. All right, 1981, on a flight from Denver to Wyoming. Wyoming. We need listeners from Wyoming. Thank you very much. I put it in there. Johnny sued for slander by a Frontier Airlines flight attendant after he started a fight on a plane. What? Quote, you can tell that bitch I've got my seatbelt on. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) That's, That's not right to do or say. But how's that slander? I don't, it cost him $175,000. Hey, you want to hear an airplane story? Very shortly. Actually, yes. No, the airplane story I heard on the <laughs> way down here. No, so, okay, some dude, uh, I'm going to give you one guess on where this dude was from after I tell the story, Brian. Yeah, Brian's turn to guess the state. Uh, no, so this dude got um, asked to deboard a plane as they were looking at his checked luggage under the x-ray stuff. I guess the stuff you check, they still kind of make sure there's not a bomb in it or whatever. Okay. He had a RPG. Oh, yeah, just, RPG. I bought this uh, overseas. I was he just had a it home. and a and a and so it was a disassembled rocket launcher yeah. thing, rocket propelled grenade. Yeah, RPG. And he had a little like grenade with it and stuff in his what? check bag. And they wow, like, sir, could you please step over here and 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 it come to find out it was a replica, but that's still highly. You can't do that, right? Yeah, he's not supposed to do that. You want to guess where he was uh, from? Florida. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Good Florida. job, Brian. Yeah, I 
probably yeah, it's a pretty solid I, bet. <laughs> I, I, I want to start just every story, some or every 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 one of our podcasts. I want to put a little Florida. St- I hear them all the time. Some genius has a podcast <laughs> just about crimes in Florida. <laughs> do they really? So, I, they must. Dude. Oh it's my. such a genius play. It's, like it's everywhere. I mean, right? A guy getting pulled over for having a drunken driving, and there's an alligator, alligator. riding shotgun. <laughs> yeah, okay, that may, that probably doesn't not. If you're a Florida police state trooper, doesn't even phase you. Probably not. No. All right. All right. <laughs> There's shout out to we love you Florida by the way we do no I, don't, I like I've been there yeah, several times we got so much we got so much material from that state so okay yeah he gets booted off the plane charged a bunch of money April 1982 Johnny goes to a woman's house after a concert in Wyoming mm-hmm. he gets arrested for allegedly raping the woman's 12 year old daughter oh please enough I like these people Brian until you left the, take the curtain back charges are reduced reduced solar. <laughs> Johnny is fined and given probation. Uh, someone said it was more akin to um, statutory rape. Oh, well, that makes it better. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Uh, Johnny denies the charge, but said it all started with a drug deal. Yeah. Okay, whatever, R. Kelly. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> wait for that to pan out. <laughs> yeah, we can't do one in R. Kelly yet. That story is not fully written. Not at all. December 19th, 1985, Hillsborough, Ohio. Johnny's headed back home to see his mom. Oh, wow. That's, mom's got to be quite old at this point. I would say. Yeah. But like like a lot of people, not me or you, I'm sure, but Johnny decides to grab a quick drink first <laughs> before he goes home to see his mom well, for the holidays. <laughs> Sometimes you got to pound a couple on the way to see your parents. He heads into North High Lounge. It's 20 miles outside of his hometown of Greenfield. Yeah, it'd be like me stopping at home and get, hitting, hitting skips up real quick or uh, Kathy's. Yeah, no, right. Like, yeah, there's your local water uh, hole, and you're like, drinks. hey, I haven't been here in a while. Let's see who's still kicking around. Well, country music fan and Greenfield native Larry Wise is at the bar that night. Larry starts chatting up Johnny. Johnny just wants to be left alone. Enter annoying fan. Oh, God. And the dude keeps, like, hey, man, how's it going? You, don't, you remember <laughs> that song you wrote? That was so cool. Cut, like that one line, like, take this job and shove it. You know, like, he's, he was really into it, so... Uh, with motivations unknown, Larry offers to take Johnny home and cook him a meal of deer meat and turtle soup. Uh, put me down, man. <laughs> Those are the, if, I, if I ever have a fan, I hope they cook me turtle soup. Okay. Uh, Johnny. What the fuck? Johnny turtle quote. Soup? <laughs> turtle soup. I don't, not mock turtle soup, but turtle soup. Served in its own shell. In Ohio. <laughs> Where are you getting the turtles? There's no water. They have streams and stuff. They just don't have a big enough stream for a barge, I don't think. Other than, <laughs> like, the Ohio Valley and the, you know, that whatever river. Johnny, quote, you see me as some kind of hick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Continued. <laughs> I don't like you. I'm going to mess you up. Huh. I'm going to mess you up. Johnny reaches around his hip looking for his gun. A 22 caliber pistol. Oh, my gosh. If you're going to carry a gun for self-protection, <laughs> I'm just saying, a 22 is not it. You could shoot people with a 22 in the heat of a battle, and they don't even know it. We'll get there. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. Minutes away, Ben. Way to spoil. <laughs> Larry Wise, quote, I've never seen the gun, and I've never heard the shot. Uh, the bullet grazes Larry's head, causing bleeding above his right eye. Uh, he said, quote, he blowed my hat off. I guess he took it as a personal insult. The turtle soup? Turtle soup and deer meat. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Hey, I like, I like deer meat. I don't eat deer meat. Johnny bit. claimed he only carried the pistol because he had the emphysema, and he couldn't physically fight someone. So, that's why he carried I can't physically fight anybody. <laughs> I've never been good at fights. I can tell you a story or two. 
I'm not good at fights. I know I'm not good at fights. But what I am good at is avoiding a fight. I don't want to get in a fight. Right. Never do I want to get in a fight. I'm not good at fighting either. I mean, in, a, in a very structured way. You put me in a gym or something, I can fight people. But not in a bar with 22s and knives and crowbars. No. And, I'm going to hop behind the bar and pour Johnny, a beer. <laughs> Johnny gets arrested for aggravated assault. And he spe- gets a, That's it? <laughs> he shot a guy in the head, Brian. <laughs> it was a total of nine years, honestly, technically. Uh, we're right there. He gets arrested, and uh, the aggravated assault spends four years appealing the sentence. That's what I'm saying. While he's in the while, while he's in the prison. Well, Merle Haggard and George Jones post bail for him of 50k, and that gets Johnny out during the appeals process. Oh, okay. So four years on bail, appealing for a nine-year sentence. Well, he's not in jail though. No, he's not. With the appeals process over, 1989, Johnny is sent to Chillicothe Correctional Institute. Yeah, I think you said it right. I did. All right. Minimum security facility. If he escapes, <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, no, Chillicothe is just a callback to the David Allen Co. episode. But while in, Merle Haggard comes along and starts playing some shows there. Okay. Jamming, so It seems to be a thing they did with the country people back well, in the day. Merle apparently specifically comes to see Johnny because he knew he was in and having mm-hmm. a bad time. They're so. buddies. Right. They they recorded an album together while they were in prison. All right. that's n- No one's ever heard it. Seriously? Yep. Secret album. Like, where is it at now? Merle's house, maybe? He's dead. Um, I don't know. Somewhere. Well, I'm sure somebody's heard it, but it's never been... Some record company owns... Oh, no, they wouldn't because it's private and it's them, so somebody's heard it, but anyway. Some people probably, like, you know, get drunk and listen to it and, who's my, like, my grandpa or something. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, or maybe it's on YouTube. Uh, Nineteen, <laughs> probably on. It's probably, probably on, on YouTube. Pandora. Nineteen ninety. Johnny is uh, one point six million dollars in debt, mainly to the IRS. I'm telling you, man, these guys are not prepared for money. He declares bankruptcy. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> while he's inside, though, uh, in prison, this is all happening while he's in in prison. Uh, he earns his high school diploma. All right, well, he's now job eligible when he gets out. And another country music fan, governor of Ohio, Richard Celeste, pardons Johnny. Huh. I, maybe you don't need to may, maybe you don't need to know anything as a, as a, as a star. Just some good country licks. Yeah. Oh, Governor Celeste, won't you come let Just me Just about, free. right? <laughs> January 10, 1991. Johnny Paycheck is uh, released. Again. Free. On some conditions. He's got parole. Yeah, he's got to go to the governor's house and play a little party. (laughs) He's got his parole uh, stuff. He's got 200 hours of community service. Um, He's got to do anti-drug talks to kids. And he has to stay clean and sober. That's probably tough. I bet it is. He heads back out on tour. How do you... Now, I know they check you. I mean, your parole officer can come at any minute, make you pee in a cup. But staying clean and sober, I think, is... Probably, like, you're just not supposed to do it, but we know you're gonna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you all see he's gonna fail again. <laughs> it's coming. I don't want it to be true. I want him to learn, but, uh, all right. He's back out on tour here in the 90s, 91 or so, 92. He writes a duet with George Jones. That's sort of the last thing he does, right, it's, uh, with George Jones. is The Last Outlaws, Alive and Doing Well. Wow, okay. I don't know that I've heard that. I haven't either. The Last Outlaws, Alive and Doing Well. Have to check that one up. The last outlaw. <laughs> yeah, it's probably exactly the way it sounds. <laughs> he continues to tour the country. He gives his court mandated uh, his court mandated speeches to the kids. That's nice. Nineteen ninety seven. Johnny becomes a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Yep, the Hyman the Hyman Art uh, Ryman, uh, Ryman, Ryman Auditorium. Ryman Auditorium. I'm rubbing off on you. 
It's the longest-running radio show broadcast in the U.S. history, if you don't know, guys, for the Grand Old Opry. It's a weekly show out of Nashville. It's live. They have a lot of country music stars. I think everybody's heard of the Grand Old Opry. It's the Saturday Night Live of uh, country music. So, like, you have a cast, but then other people will come in and star. Who did I just... Who did I just hear was in there? Somebody I Johnny kinda... Paycheck. No, 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 no. Just, just like this last week. Oh. I think it was I think it was Billy Strings. Billy Strings. Yeah, I think he was just there this week. Maybe he's there right now. I like the country names. Pretty good. Nineteen ninety eight, January. Johnny's got some health problems springing up. He's got yeah. the emphysema, he's got the asthma, and he's got the diabetes. And the C O P D. Yeah, yeah, it's all oxygen. It's all from the past drinking and drug use, man. He's probably a smoker if he's got the emphysema then, too. Yeah, I, I, I would mean, imagine yeah. back in the day. Johnny is uh, airlifted to Albuquerque, New Mexico after having an asthma attack. No, yeah, he airlifted. Where was he airlifted from? Like Ohio? No, I think he was somewhere out on tour in New Mexico. That toward, okay. Right, I mean, they the didn't Coast. like, hey, let's go as far away as yeah. we can. <laughs> Take this guy who's almost not breathing anymore. This guy's an a-hole. Let's, let's <laughs> yep, yeah, no, the nearest center, sir, is in California. <laughs> I know we're in Michigan. Yeah, but, we're going to be a stop but, in Washington State. We got one in Argentina first. Can't get over the Rockies without refueling. Johnny's last contribution was Daryl Singletary's re-recording of Johnny's song, Old Violin. So this guy, Daryl, re-records one of Johnny's songs called Old Violin, and And Johnny does like a spoken recitation from his uh, hospital bed. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what was the guy that... Daryl Singletary. I've heard... I don't know. Daryl. Daryl. I used to heckle Daryl Strawberry in the old days. Oh, is this a Russ Simpsons reference, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) He hurts. They hurt his feelings. He started crying. (laughs) All right. So February 18th, 2003, Johnny Paychecks dies peacefully in his sleep. 2003? Yeah. Unlike the rest of the people in the car Johnny was driving. (laughs) (laughs) But on bum No, he did. He was uh, was age 64. He was in Nashville at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Wasn't uh, very old. The partying got up to him. He got married three times. He has or had, has had one son and two daughters. Didn't you say he had a paternity suit, though, too? Was that one of the one involved yeah, in there? They never clear that up. They like to do the hush money back then. <laughs> so yeah. So I tried yeah. researching. I was like, and then the very last thing was he had one son, one son. I'm like, all right, what's his name? No idea. Two daughters, huh? That was just in, like, one article. <laughs> so. Yeah, wasn't wasn't there a kid, a dude, an adult. A dude. That came, again, here, it, there should be some music for when Ben tells a story that's completely wrong. Yeah, it's crickets. <laughs> I'm kidding, buddy. Didn't somebody come up and say they were, was it one of our president's kids here recently? For what now? Uh, like Bill Clinton has a illegitimate kid out there, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I did hear something Whatever about happened that. Whatever happened with that? Eh, the Clinton hush, fo- hush money. Clinton Foundation took care of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying anymore. <laughs> hear the drones coming at us now. Yeah, as you're driving away in your new Ferrari. Yeah. Jeez. How did that one guy who was going to report on the... The Clinton Foundation shoot himself twice in that. <laughs> That's dedicated suicide. Like. They've had a, there was a string of deaths that were, were no a little suspicious. Dogs. Following, I mean, there's some old uh, real estate things that fell through, and all of a sudden, oh, the realtor's dead. <laughs> How did that happen? Hmm. He walked in front of his own car while it was driving. I've never seen somebody so fortunate to have so many people die around <laughs> you that you could put you to jail. It's really weird. Whatever. It's really weird. Like, they're all corrupt. They're all corrupt, man. I'm convinced. Oh, yeah. Polit- Every one the of them. Th- I came up with the politics theory uh, theory hypothesis a while ago. You're in politics because you have money or you want money. 
Boom. Po- power. Power. August 3rd, 2013. Ch- oh, fuck me. Poor Brian. Brian, everybody, let's just take one moment no, I'm gonna to bow our heads. <laughs> no, we're not editing anything. I know yeah, Brian always, I'm editing. I'm going to clip this out. No, we're going to all bow our heads and say a little prayer for Brian. He's he's sick. He's got uh, he's got a sniffle. I'm, I'm congested. He's okay, congested. Okay. And he needs he needs us to lay hands on him and pray. He's okay. Here. Dear Lord. That's a little low. With the please, please give Brian the power to get through the last two cards in this podcast <laughs> without totally and utterly dissolving and falling apart into a big pile of goo on the floor in front of me. Amen. Wow. Thanks, Ben. Thoughts and prayers. August 3rd, 2013, Chattanooga Times Free Press has a quote. says, quote, time and time again. We made it clear to our writers and reporters that no Johnny Paycheck references or quotes are to be ever used, ever, ever, end quote. What? <laughs> the Chattanooga Times, it's a newspaper. Yeah. And so every time, like, something came up, the writers would put, you can take this highway tax and shove it, or you can do this and shove it. Like, it was just repeated over and, and over they, in the headlines. And they didn't want that anymore? Right. And so the management was like, no more Johnny Paycheck quotes. <laughs> Come on, assholes. We it's, get it. It's like our audience in this podcast getting pissed about Seinfeld quotes, <laughs> The Office quotes, Simpson quotes, Simpsons quotes. Non-sequiturs. <laughs> God. I can appreciate that. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, so... His last quote, because I like to finish all these with a quote, from Johnny Paycheck himself, Donnie Barnes, whoever it is, uh, quote, always go hard and fast enough so that when you hit the ditch, you can pull out the other side. (laughs) All right. I'm going to regale you with a story of my youth. (laughs) (laughs) Teed it up for you, didn't I? (laughs) My, we, we grew up, you know, maybe not as rich as everybody else around us. We were poor. And we always had piece of junk cars. Just growing up, pieces of junk. At least you had a car. Oh, I'm using air quotes. It was a <laughs> car. And so uh, Matt and I were at my house one day, and I think we're just 16, and we're to take the old family jalopy out for a ride or go to the store. Just and I'm just got my driver's license, and on the way out the door, Matt and I are walking out the door. My old man he yells at me, "Hey, if the steering goes out on that thing." Try to ditch it. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what? all right, Dad. I mean, it didn't even face me. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, I got you. I'm gonna, well, how am I going to do How am I going to ditch it? And, so, and Matt's looking at me with these big, huge eyes going, what does that mean? Why are we saying <laughs> this? <laughs> what is that about? What do you know that I don't know? And I don't want to ditch it anywhere. <laughs> he still tells that. Matt's like, if the, if, if the steering goes out on it, just ditch it. Just ditch it. <laughs> Not a bad plan. Not All bad right. Plan. Well, Johnny Paycheck. That that sort of wraps it up this week for Johnny Paycheck. You, you know, know? I, he, I, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> There's a group of people we've talked about from this era in this genre. Oh, yeah. That I'm, I always felt like bad. I was getting, you know, Johnny Paycheck, Merle Haggard, this, that, and the other guy all confused sometimes. You know, we didn't grow up listening to that music as much. No, a um, little before our time. A little before our time, and plus at my house it was more of a 70s rock and roll sort of vibe. It wasn't as much country and western. Right. Um, but I don't feel so bad that I get these guys mixed up still a little bit in my head because I, I th- he's got the same story as all the rest <laughs> of these guys. They're all hoboing it around the country, Hopping busking trains, for busking. money, shooting people in the heads with a gun and fighting. Um, other than that, Other than that little 
issue he had with that 12-year-old and the bad drug deal. <laughs> drug deal, that went really bad. Johnny Paycheck's okay. Johnny Paycheck, All everybody. Right. If you right. like that sort of thing, share with people on social medias. Go to SpeakPipe, leave a message. Would, you like, would you like to hear the SpeakPipe message we got? Oh, we got one? We got a SpeakPipe message from, because guys, again, no names, no emails required. You can just come and listen and uh, whatever, say whatever you want. All right, here, I can't wait. I'm excited. SpeakPipe. Speak pipe. <laughs> that was Sony's speak pipe. There you go, everybody. And <laughs> we don't know who that was or nothing. So if you want to be someone who doesn't know what that is, go to our <laughs> website, crimeandmusic.com, or check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. If you like it too, leave a speak pipe. I know I've said it like five times in the last couple minutes, but every other Wednesday we'll bring you a new crime podcast. And if you want to be part of it, just come and join the community, y'all. Thanks for listening. Like the song says, never trust a big button smile. Why? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.